Hey guys, welcome to the Now Rise Business Podcast, where we give you practical tools to take your business life to the next level. These steps are going to help you understand and know the best way to hire a person. Step number one, step number two, and step number three, I'm going to go further into detail over, but I'm going to give here an overview of what we're about to see. The first step sounds very simple, yet it might be the hardest. You know what you need, but you actually have to sit down and write down the position and the title of this person. If you're going to recruit an accounting manager, then list duties and responsibilities, qualifications for an accounting manager. Do not sit down, waste your time, create a job description for a bookkeeper per se, and then just change the title to accounting manager. Candidates can read that up front. You want to be transparent, sincere, and put exactly what it is that you're looking for. You want a person who can do these job duties. You want a person who can have these qualifications, and you need to make sure to list them. If the very first step goes wrong, the candidates that are going to be applying, that you're going to be interviewing, that you're going to be screening are not going to be the right fit. And again, it all starts with the very beginning. Know what you need and know what you want. We're going to move on to the second step. To create and post your job description. It may sound very simple, but it's vital for you to make sure that your job descriptions, that your posts, wherever it is that you're putting them, summarize the position, the job duties and qualifications, as well as have the perks of your company. What is it that you have to offer this candidate? Because yes, they're looking for a job, but trust me, you're not the only person posting this job out there. So you want to attract them to your company. What do you have to offer? Is it vacation time? Is it sick time? Paid holidays? Are you offering 401k incentives? Are you matching? Do you have the coolest culture at your office and have employee appreciation once a month? What is it that you can bring them? It's very important. As well as knowing what role it is that you have and where you're going to post it. There are several social media sites where you can promote your job, promote what it is that you're looking for. But if you're looking for, I don't know, say a maintenance person and you post this job in LinkedIn, you're not going to get very many applicants. As opposed to you posting it on a Facebook group, the quality and quantity of applicants is going to vary. Last but not least, we get to the third step. The third step is the interviewing process. Pick a schedule that you will be able to respect the time of your candidate, as well as all the time that you have put into looking for this candidate, creating this job description, posting it, investing money, is the time that your candidate is going to spend making sure they look good for the interview, printing their resume, getting there on time. So the least that you can do is give them the practical time, give them the respect, 
to be ready for them to have everything in order and just be on time in order to listen. You gotta very actively listen. They're not just there to talk and you're not just there to listen. You guys are both there to connect. Like I said, we're gonna dive in to know what you need. What position is it that you're hiring for? You need to narrow your search to fit your needs to ensure to do the research of what's out there. Are the wages that you're offering competitive? Is the job title that you're putting on your post relevant? You need to differentiate whether you're hiring a manager or a sales agent. Very different things between these two candidates. A sales agent is there to produce, to give you the numbers. A sales manager is there to lead, to manage, to ensure the rest of the team produces. So just one very key word can make the world difference as to the kind of applicants that you receive. Job duties are essential. When you or anybody is applying to a job, you want to make sure that the expectations of that job are clear. You don't want to apply to a position and then later be told that the job duties that you thought were what you were going to be doing are completely the opposite. I don't want to come in as a sales manager and be expected to make sure that I produce and that I sell as well, because I am there to make sure that my team is producing, that they're selling, that the office is managed. And yes, I'm going to get my numbers out. Yes, I am there as part of the sales, but that's not my main goal. So it is very key for you to list out your job duties. And as well as I gave this example with a sales agent and as a sales manager, we have the same thing for a person in payroll and a payroll assistant. The examples are very infinite. That's why knowing exactly what you want, whether you want a manager, whether you want a coordinator, whether you want an assistant is very important because people do value titles. People do put a lot of emphasis on what a title is and then they don't look at what the duties are. So when you're creating this position that you're hiring for, I highly recommend that you also do your research. Log into Indeed yourself, log on to LinkedIn, see what other people are posting when recruiting different talents. What are they saying they're gonna give them? What are they paying? You wanna be competitive. You wanna make sure that you're not investing all your time and your money in a post that's not gonna give you any candidates. You wanna make sure that the information that you post is relevant and you wanna make sure that you are hitting the right target. If you want somebody for your company that's bilingual and that's a qualification they must have, then you need to ensure that you have this on your job post. You need to ensure that you specifically list, I am looking for a bilingual person because what's gonna happen if you don't, you're gonna have a hundred resumes sitting there and maybe half of them are bilingual and half of them are not. And that would be just a complete waste of your time. So again, know what you need, what the position and what the title is gonna be and what the job duties are gonna be for this person. It is of immense, immense time saving for you if you take the time just to do this. It's the most simplest step, 
but it's also the most time consuming step. So know how to move forward. We're gonna move on to creating a job description and actually posting it online. A lot of people have questions on how do I create a job post? Where do I post it? When you're a beginner, when you, you've been in the staffing agency in the recruiting world, it's second nature. It's the only way that you know you're gonna create and generate leads for your customers, for your clients, to be able to present applicants. But if you're new to your business and have no idea on how to create it, it's exactly taking you back to the first step. You're listing out the job duties, the responsibilities, and putting it in a short summary. For what? For your applicant to read what it is that the company wants. You're selling your company and your role at this point, and you're trying to do it better than everybody else. You want your job description to be the best one out there and to attract the most candidates. You wanna make sure that the job description entails a summary of the role. Again, we go back to duties and responsibilities. They are super important because there are certain people who are not willing to do certain duties, certain responsibilities. So you need to make sure that you list everything that you can so that the candidate and yourself have complete transparency. Qualifications are very important. So we need to make sure that they're also listed and created in your job posting. Last but not least, again, you need to speak great about your, uh, about your company because you wanna attract applicants. You wanna talk about the vacation time that you give, the sick time that you give, the holidays. If you're offering a sales position, then maybe you wanna talk about the commission plans, the incentives, the bonuses that come along with this. If you're looking towards you know, a higher managerial position, maybe talk about your 401k benefits, how this is gonna be a great opportunity for them to invest in their retirement, in their savings. Again, you wanna attract the best applicants, so you wanna make sure that all the incentives that your company has to offer are on there. Where do I post? You're gonna post, by my recommendation, in four different social media platforms. The social media platforms that I would recommend for you to post on are Indeed, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Craigslist. Indeed usually works well, but it is very is easy to just hit apply, 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 apply. Once you do this, you can hit hundreds and hundreds of different job postings. And it might not be a candidate that you want if somebody just applies, 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 and they don't know what they're talking about. When you call them and make that first phone call, hi, I'm calling from Adriana's Insurance. You made a job application with us. They're like, oh, I did? I didn't even know I applied. It's very, very easy for this to happen to candidates on Indeed because they're just hitting apply, 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 and submit resume. We don't wanna do this. If you're looking at LinkedIn, you're looking for more professional roles. You're looking for roles that have to do with senior management, 
an accounting manager, for example, maybe a controller, vice president, a president of the company, you're gonna hit more to the networking world and you're gonna have a lot more talented people that are further down into their career. When you're looking at posting on Facebook is because you wanna attract a mass crowd. When you're attracting a big crowd with Facebook, you're attracting people who are constantly on Facebook scrolling, looking for things like general labor, maybe maintenance, different things like that. Again, we refer back to Craigslist or I would as my last source. Craigslist is very useful when it comes to maintenance positions, when it comes to positions that you need very low skill set. I would just say more general labor, more like maintenance, cleaning. And again, all four websites have a lot of different good things about them, but it does depend on what kind of position you're recruiting for and what kind of position you're posting. Depending on the level of skill set, depending on the level of qualifications that you want to have, then you can gauge what social media platform it is that you want to use. Again, we're going to repeat over and over again. Job description is super important, super vital. And remember that while you're in this second step, you are selling yourself. You're selling the, comp the company to this applicant because you want them to apply. Once we get to the interview process, which is what we're going to be moving forward to, once we get to that part, then they are selling themselves to you. You already got them in the door. They already want this position or they're at least interested. So your job was well done. We're at the interview process. Again, you're gonna get several candidates applying. For example, you post the position of an administrative assistant. You get 250 applicants and you're like, oh my God, how am I gonna sort this out? Again, refer back to know what you need. Know what qualifications you want. Know what job duties this person's gonna hold and know more than anything, what are your tangibles and intangibles? Do you want an extrovert? Do you want an introvert? What is it that you need to be able to move forward with a candidate? Once you have this very clear in your mind, since the beginning, since the first step, then you're able to move forward. These 200 applicants are quickly gonna narrow down to less than half. You're not gonna call every single applicant. You're not gonna have every single one of them show up to your office and you're not gonna give them all the time of day. But this is where the screening comes in. Again, as valuable as your time is, so is your candidates. Be respectful of their time and book your interviews when you're available to really be present. Schedule your candidates accordingly. Be ready to listen and take notes. You wanna make sure that once the candidate is in the door, that you're able to give them your full attention. You need to give them your full attention at all times because they're there giving you theirs. Their time is the most valuable thing that they can give you. So you need, again, 
make sure you're ready to listen, take notes, and decide how you wanna move forward. It is very important that you let your candidate know during the interview process that you are very selective, that you have a very selective company and that you do wanna move forward with them. And whether the answer is gonna be a yes or a no, it is vital that you have a good implementation of the recruiting process and that you're able to follow up with that candidate, whether you're gonna give them the position and move forward with an offer or whether you're gonna decline them. Nowadays, we hear a lot of ghosting. You don't wanna ghost your candidates. That not only leaves a bad impression on who you are as a company, but it also leaves a sour taste. Oh yeah, I applied to X company and they told me they would call me back and they never heard back from them. That's not a good professional image for your company. It's always hard to face rejection, but imagine that you ghost your candidate and that they never hear back from you. That image that they're gonna have from your company and their friends and family who hear about their interview process is gonna be completely negative. You don't wanna do that to yourself. So again, that's why the last point is be ready to decide whether you want the candidate or not, then we're good to go, good to move forward. As a summary of everything that we just went over, know what you need, know what kind of person you're looking for, know the job description is exactly what you had in mind. Again, it is very easy to get sidetracked, to add different things, and then the title doesn't mean anything anymore because the job duties and responsibilities that you just created for your potential applicant are completely deviated and completely different. You wanna make sure you don't do this to anybody. And if you do change around job duties, if you do change around responsibilities, then make sure you change the title as well. Make sure that you're transparent and make sure that the salary range that you're in is also in your post. This will help you tremendously because again, it will narrow the candidates that apply for your position. We're gonna move on to the second step, which again is creating your post and your job description. I just brought up a really big topic that a lot of employers or a lot of recruiters don't like to talk about. Oh, it's open, depending on experience is what we like to use, right? Because sometimes it is depending on experience. Sometimes we are willing to pay a little bit more. But if we are willing to pay a little bit more and we're the owners, we already know how much that little bit more is. So we need to be transparent with the candidates, not waste our time interviewing people who aren't gonna take a pay cut or you know who aren't gonna be interested in the salary range you're offering because you wanna be respectful of their times and yours. So again, make sure you really, really sit down, create this job description and post it, post it, post it to the correct site. You're not gonna look for a maintenance person on LinkedIn. Your best bets are to put this on a Facebook group, maybe even Craigslist. If you're looking for a controller, you're looking for a sales agent, you're looking for an administrative assistant, your best bets with these are gonna be LinkedIn. Indeed, they're gonna be your best friends, but always be very cautious and wary of what it means to post where. 
like I said, Indeed has become very user-friendly. It's very easy to just upload your resume and click apply, 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 apply. And out of those 100 applies, somebody's gonna call you back. So please make sure again that you choose your correct social media platform so that you're able to get your best applicants, not waste your time and not waste theirs. And in recap, the last step is the whole interviewing process. Again, make sure you schedule your interviews when you're gonna be able to give this applicant the time of day, that you're gonna be able to give them your time and really listen, really take notes, really get to know them. They're already investing the time to come and meet you. You're already investing the time in screening them, getting to know them. So the best that you can do is take notes, dive in, and connect with your candidate. It is very, very important to remember when you start hiring personnel, you start investing. As a small business owner, investment in your personnel is huge. Again, I take you back to just 10 hires can add up to $40,000. As a small business, that's a big hit. So this is why recruiting is essential. You need to narrow it down, have it to a T. And once you do this, your organization will have the key to implementing and recruiting leaders who are gonna guide your company and move it forward to the next steps. If you want to support the podcast, don't forget to follow us at Now Rise Business on Instagram. And also make sure to go and check out NowRiseAcademy.com where we provide you free courses and very exclusive content for you to grow in your life. Thank you for your time.